I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts court will not intervene in the decision to free the Baltimore man whose case was highlighted in the hit podcast Serial. What D.C.'s mayor is saying about the issues leading to a cabinet member's resignation. I'm Christy King. Asian markets mostly lower after slight losses on Wall Street and we'll tell you how the caps did in their opener. This is CBS News on the Hour presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. CBS News is learning new information about the FBI investigation into documents marked as classified and found in former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. CBS's Andy Trier. We're now learning that some of the videotape that the FBI got from Mar-a-Lago shows a person handling boxes containing those documents and that that person has told the FBI that Donald Trump directed his or her actions. CBS's Scott McFarland with a preview of tomorrow's January 6th House Select Committee public hearing. We learn from the committee aides who are putting this hearing together with the panel, there'll be no live witnesses this time. It'll look and sound a bit different, more of a closing argument. All nine members of the panel, the seven Democrats and the two Republicans, will make some component of this presentation, and they are promising never-before-seen information and never-before-seen images. Those are the words of a congressional committee that knows it also must try to regain America's attention. A Connecticut jury says conspiracy theorist Alex Jones owes almost $1 billion in damages for lying about the 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School. 20 children and six educators were killed. WTIC's Dave Mager with more. Robbie Parker's daughter was killed. Then he was personally targeted by Jones, who called him a crisis actor. For anybody that still chooses to listen to that man, just ask yourself, what has he ever given you? And compare that to whatever it is that he's taken from you. The family say Jones profited off their grief to make big money from his listeners. Jones attorney Norm Pattis promises an appeal, calling it a dark day for free speech. From my perspective, this is as dark and disturbing an experience in court as I have had in a professional lifetime. Dave Mick for CBS News, Waterbury, Connecticut. The former president of the Los Angeles City Council has resigned from public office three days after a recording surfaced of her making racist remarks in a meeting that's now the subject of a state investigation. Nuri Martinez announced her decision today, but the acting council president, Mitch O'Farrell, says that's not enough. He wants the other two council members who were at the meeting caught on the recording to also resign. It is frustrating for the whole city because it's holding us up. It's holding us up from moving forward. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says the power has been fully restored in most regions hit by Russian missiles this week. Meantime, the U.N. General Assembly approves a resolution condemning Russia's attempted illegal annexation of four Ukraine regions. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield. The resolution sends an enormously important signal to Moscow and to everyone. It does not matter if you as a nation are big or small, rich or poor, old or new. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP, Wednesday evening, October 12th, 2022. Roslyn at 67, dropping to the lower 60s and upper 50s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
Campaign 2022 on WTOP. It's the only time we expect to see them on the same stage together in a televised governor's debate that aired on TV a few hours ago. Maryland's two candidates vying for the nomination went head-to-head. WTOP's Melissa Howell with our story. Dan Cox, a Republican state delegate from Frederick County, referenced his qualifications to be Maryland's next governor. He said, I am the only individual who has served in government and who has stood with Governor Hogan's policies to lower taxes. A credential Wes Moore, a vet and former CEO seeking office for the first time, quickly shot down. We're watching a perfect indication as to why Governor Hogan called you unfit to lead. When asked about the state's racial wealth gap and reparations, Delegate Cox. He's talking about, uh, you know, transferring wealth away from people because of their skin color. That is racist. It's wrong. Moore's response. We've got to focus on creating pathways for work, wages, and wealth. Addressing things like unfair appraisal values in historically redlined neighborhoods. The debate is the only time the two candidates will appear together until Election Day. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up at 1010, just minutes from now, we'll get a summary of tonight's debate from Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford, who was there. Other news tonight and new this evening. A Maryland appeals court will not intervene in a lower court's decision to free Adnan Syed, who served more than 20 years in prison for the murder that was chronicled in the groundbreaking serial podcast. The State Court of Special Appeals issued its order one day after prosecutors dropped charges against Syed in the 1999 killing of Haymin Lee, who was his ex-girlfriend. Lee's family argued they didn't get sufficient notice of the lower court hearing last month, after which Syed was released. The appeals court gave Lee's family 15 days to show why their appeal shouldn't be dropped now that the case against Syed is over. Also new this evening, some top athletic staffers at two Montgomery County high schools are out of a job tonight. This follows a massive brawl during a football game a few weeks ago, September 16th on a Friday night. The principals of Gaithersburg and Northwest High Schools sent out a letter this afternoon. It says the Gaithersburg High School athletic director is now gone as are the Northwest High School head coach and assistant coach. WTOP reached out to the school system for specifics. We're trying to find out whether these people were fired, but those in charge would not tell us that. D.C.'s deputy mayor for public safety and justice has not survived the turmoil set off by that recent parking lot assault that led to an assault charge in Arlington. There was an argument and a brief physical battle there. Chris Geldarth has now resigned from his job in the mayor's cabinet. After new questions about whether he actually lives in D.C. or Northern Virginia, where his family stays. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser won't say whether one issue weighed more heavily than the other, prompting Gildard's resignation. She does expect cabinet members to live in the city. You know uh, that his family lived in another place. And the parking lot altercation said to involve a ding of car doors. The response was serious, but I think what it was about was it was about nothing. Colleen Gildard, a capable and effective public servant, saying she's proud of the work they've done together over eight years. The issues surrounding and all of the questions being raised are distracting from his job and my job, and I have accepted his resignation. At the Wilson Building, Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to Geldart for comment, but has not heard back. First responders in Fairfax County are voting on whether they want to collectively negotiate the terms and conditions of their employment, better known as collective bargaining. IAFF Local 2068, which represents about 1,500 firefighters, fire marshals, mechanics, and medics, will vote electronically through the end of the month. Local President Robert Young says in a statement that collective bargaining allows the first responders to provide the best fire and medical emergency services possible, while also ensuring the concerns of union members are heard and treated equitably. If collective bargaining is approved, negotiations between the union and county would start sometime in the spring. 
Coming up here on WTOP this evening. He wants to defund the police. This is the difference between us. It's a stark difference. Frankly, I'm standing on stage right now with a, an extremist election denier. The strong philosophical differences between the two major party candidates for Maryland governor were on full display this evening at their one and only debate. We'll get an update from Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford, who was there watching. Stay with us at 10.07. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Dulles Toll Road, in the toll lanes, all lanes are blocked westbound near Wolf Trap. It is a crash. And I believe there's going to be an investigation for it. So it looks like it will be there for quite some time. The airport lanes are open. Uh, there are some paving in the airport lanes in a couple of spots. So you're down to a single lane on the westbound side. But the toll lanes are blocked. All lanes blocked westbound at Wolf Trap by the crash. On 66 westbound from Route 7 headed toward the Beltway, they're setting up along the right side of the roadway. So single left lane getting by a work zone. And uh, also got some road work on eastbound 66 in Centerville, headed into Fair Lake, starting near Route 29 toward the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane is getting by. Southbound on Route 28, it is a work zone approaching 66. Single right lane is getting by that. Now, around the Beltway, things are generally good to go. And uh, 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. Uh, for the most part, except for one spot on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound of Route 100, it is a work zone. It is slow there. And getting by single file left. Two left lanes get by on 95 northbound, approaching the Baltimore Beltway without delay. And southbound 270 from I-70 to Route 85, you're getting by single file to the left. 50 out to the Bay Bridge without delay. And westbound 50 from Baydale Drive to Ritchie Highway, single right, make that the right lane, yes, is getting by the work zone westbound on Route 50, getting to Ritchie Highway, exit 27. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. Most of the cloudy skies tonight with a chance of light rain by sunrise. Our lows mid-50s and lower 60s. Rain likely Thursday morning that will taper off to just a few showers by late morning. Mid to late afternoon on Thursday, a risk of thunderstorms, which could be severe. Look for highs in the low to mid-70s. Turning sunny and breezy on Friday, it'll be a little bit cooler. Highs mid to upper 60s. Sunshine and pleasant on Saturday. Highs low to mid-70s. Could be a couple showers by Sunday afternoon as the front comes away. A high in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenifer. DuPont Circle at 65, Germantown 62, and Annandale 62. We're dropping to the upper 50s overnight and right around 60 degrees in many areas. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 10-11.
We've got campaign 2022 on our minds here on WTOP. It was the one and only chance for Maryland voters to see their major party candidates for governor square off in a debate before the election. Republican Dan Cox and Democrat Wes Moore engaged for an hour in the studios of Maryland Public Television this evening, giving voters an opportunity to compare and contrast what each candidate has to offer. Here is what Cox said about his Democratic opponent. He wants to defund the police. This is the difference between us. It's a stark difference. And when you look at the reason he won't debate, it's because he's a phony. There are so many things in his book that are completely false. And more, the Democrat brought up concerns about his Republican opponent posing a threat to democracy. Frankly, I'm standing on stage right now with a, an extremist election denier whose rhetoric and whose policies are not just dangerous and divisive, but we'll take our state backwards. Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford was at the debate and joined us a little earlier with some of what he saw and heard even before the debate began. When most folks arrived near Maryland Public Television radio station, there were dozens of folks out on the street with their Westmore Dan Cox signs. And when I drove past one of them, he said, Dan Cox for freedom. And that's how Dan Cox symbolized his part of the debate, freedom. Now, if you mentioned abortion, then well, he doesn't support too much freedom, especially when he wouldn't particularly say if he will support women or not. Any mixing it up between the two candidates, or did they kind of stare straight ahead and just relay their ideas and, and debate that way? No, Cox came out firing and saying how he used the phrase that Westmore, if he was elected, would, quote, defund the police. He used it at least six times. And he wanted to make sure that voters would look at Westmore as this some radical liberal that will let a lot of folks out of jail. And that's pretty much beyond the contrary. How about Governor Larry Hogan's role in all this? He's certainly not buddying up to, to Dan Cox, that's for sure, but not necessarily more either. Did either of these men running for his job, were they able to get close to Larry Hogan? Well, Dan Cox, let me know. There was a question that Jeff Salkin asked about what grades would they give the governor? And Westmore said, well, incomplete because the governor is still in office. And Dan Cox said, oh, I'll give the governor an A. He said he went out to lunch with him, but we couldn't um, confirm or not when that was. But the one thing that he differed on with the governor is regarding the COVID-19 restrictions, which Dan Cox has been straightforward in saying he does not support at all. But when you want to say you support the governor, but the governor doesn't support you, the optics just don't look right. Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford will have the second part of our conversation with him and more debate analysis next hour at 11.10. We talked a little about if you're a Maryland voter who hasn't been paying close attention to the news, could you watch this debate and kind of figure out who you want to vote for? That conversation coming up in a little less than an hour at 11.10. Coming up on WTOP next, how the Caps did in their first regular season game tonight. We've been watching a couple of playoff baseball games, too. Stay with us. Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center is reimagining healthcare in southern Prince George's County with primary care and advanced medical services for patients with diabetes, heart illnesses, and other conditions afflicting our community. Our top-rated specialty physicians provide world-class medical care close to home in our thriving community. In 2023, Adventist will open a new health destination at National Harbor in Oxon Hill. Our team is dedicated to the health and well-being of our community. Learn more at AdventistFWMC.com slash for you. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 1015 with Rob Woodfork.
All right, the Capitals season opener didn't go so well. The Boston Bruins scored the game's first three goals on their way to a 5-2 victory at Capital One Arena. Darcy Kemper gave up four of those goals in his Caps debut. Opening night jitters, Darcy? Uh, no, not jitters. I, I don't know. I, it's just uh, they got one on the, the power play there off a rebound. And then, you know, a second one that I picked up a little bit late. I felt pretty good about my game. Obviously not happy with the result. And it always sucks losing the first uh, game of the year, especially the home opener. But uh, there was a lot of good things from everyone out there. We just got to uh, make sure we're ready from the start. Yeah, Anthony Mantha scored the first Capitals goal of the season, followed by Connor Sheary uh, about five minutes later. But the Capitals would go 0 for 4 on the power play and lose for the seventh time in the last eight meetings with Boston. In baseball, two NLDS Game 2s still in action. Out west, the L.A. Dodgers and San Diego Padres all tied up at three apiece in the fourth inning. Former National trade Turner hit his second home run in as many nights. This time, the game-tying shot in the third inning. All the Dodgers scoring coming via solo home runs down in Atlanta. The uh, Braves leading the Phillies 3-0 in the ninth inning. So just one out away from sending the series to Philadelphia tied at a game apiece. But as we learned in Houston last night, that one out is uh, very meaningful. The uh, short week doing the Washington Commanders no favors. A lengthy list of players are already ruled out of the Thursday nighter in Chicago. For better or worse, no William Jackson. He won't even make the trip. Uh, fellow defensive back Percy Butler also sidelined. The offense again without rookie Jahan Dotson. Logan Thomas, Sam Cosme also listed as out. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The two major candidates for governor of Maryland took part in a televised debate seen tonight on NBC4, asked whether he would accept the outcome of next month's election. Republican Dan Cox said he has always accepted election results that are fair. He did not specifically answer the question. Democrat Westmore says he will honor the results of the election. D.C.'s Deputy Mayor for Public Safety, Chris Geldart, has resigned tonight. Geldart was charged with assault in a recent fight in Arlington and has faced questions about whether he actually lives in D.C., as required of all members of the mayor's cabinet. A former Mar-a-Lago employee tells the feds about moving boxes of documents out of storage and into former President Trump's residence. Sources tell the Washington Post the ex-employee told agents that Mr. Trump ordered the documents moved after a subpoena in May, requesting the return of any remaining classified material. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in only minutes. NASA has a new target launch date for its moon rocket. Actually, it's three dates, starting Monday, November 14th, with two backup possibilities later in the week, just in case. Artemis 1 has been delayed by technical trouble since resolved, and by Hurricane Ian, which forced to roll back to the vehicle assembly building for protection. Anybody who wants to watch the launch will have to stay up late or get up early. The launch windows are all after midnight Eastern time. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Dulles Toll Road westbound near Wolf Trap, all lanes are blocked because of a crash. Very serious crash there. Probably will require an investigation. Nobody is getting by in the toll lanes westbound near Wolf Trap. And in the airport access lanes, there is some paving around Wheelie Avenue. Thinking a couple of spots, in fact, getting by single file. Meantime, 66 westbound approaching the Beltway. You're getting by the work zone single file to the left, and they are working eastbound 66 from 29 Centerville into Fair Lake. Single right lane is getting by, and southbound on 28 down to a single lane to the right approaching 66. Things are good to go on 395. There is one work zone southbound 
at uh, Duke Street blocking the right lane. You get by that without delay, but 95 South, the police activity southbound in Springfield. I believe they're starting to pick it up, but for now still blocking the right side of the roadway, but getting by without delay. And things are running well around the Beltway, both in Maryland and Virginia for now. In Maryland, southbound 270, single left lane gets by the work zone approaching Route 85. And northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway has been quite slow getting up past Route 100. Should be getting by the road work there, single file to the left. Royalty is coming to Maryland. Play the new Cassius King and Lady Luck scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery with prizes up to $2 million instantly. And please play responsibly. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennifer. We are going to see a good deal of cloud cover across the region tonight. There'll be a chance of light rain by sunrise. Our lows mid-50s to lower 60s. Rain likely Thursday morning for the drive into work. That'll taper off to a few showers by late morning. Another round of showers and thunderstorms mid to late afternoon on Thursday. These could be severe. Look for highs in the low to mid-70s. On Friday, it'll be mostly sunny and breezy. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. Saturday, sunshine, low to mid-70s. Could be a shower on Sunday, a high in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, a meteorologist, Mike Stenerford. Reagan National at 65, BWI Marshall 65, and Dulles also at 65 degrees. Dropping to about 58 overnight, not nearly as cool as we have been the past few nights. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300 got a major development in the case of Godiva, the rescue dog. She gave birth to several pups who were kidnapped, as you may remember. We'll have those new details coming up. It's 1021. You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet, and I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care, so maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home, while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family-owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. That's W-A-R-M-A-N homecare.com. Warman Home Care. Happiness at home. Retraining your brain so you don't stress eat. We'll check it out on WTOP next. Here's Cindy Stubner, a futurist and senior director for industry markets and the defense business line at Pegasystems. On the discussion, industry analysis, pushing forward on DOD software modernization, sponsored by Pegasystems. What we're seeing now with that enabling approach to cloud as a, an element for software and instead of in and of itself really means that acquisition is starting to come together with operations as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Pegasystems. You can't predict government change, but you can build for it with Pega. We allow the world's leading organizations and federal agencies to work smarter, unify experiences, and adapt instantly. With a low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, the PEGA government platform allows your workforce to drive productivity across agencies and stay ready for what's next. To learn more about how PEGA can take your agency into the future, visit PEGA.com government. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 1023, and new tonight, arrests have been made in the case of a kidnapped dog and her puppies in D.C. Zenobia Fisher and Alfonso Allen of Northeast 
are charged with second-degree theft and animal cruelty following a joint investigation by the Humane Rescue Alliance and D.C. Police. Investigators say Fisher began fostering Godiva and her seven puppies in August after giving the Humane Rescue Alliance a false name and address. Later, it was discovered that Fisher and Allen sold at least four of the puppies for money. Two puppies are still missing, and a reward of as much as $7,500 is being offered for information confirming that they're safe. Five of the missing pups have since been found and reunited with their mom. On its fifth anniversary of being opened, the wharf in D.C. announces it's reached a big milestone. Phase two of the waterfront neighborhood is complete. Marching bands and more mark the opening of phase two. For the first time, this will help support Washington, D.C. is a true waterfront city. Monty Hoffman of Hoffman and Associates led the development of the wharf. He says last year, 7 million people came here and next year. We expect to have 10 million visitors. The opening of phase two makes the wharf a mile long. It'll include a boutique hotel, condos, and new businesses, including Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser on the completion of the wharf. Underutilizing our waterfront has been a detriment uh, to our city, and bringing it back has been a big boon. Along the southwest waterfront, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Stress is bad enough on its own, but some of us eat unhealthy snacks to cope with stress. That can lead to even more problems. So Washington Post health columnist Anahad O'Connor joined us a little earlier to talk about healthier options to cope. One way to do it is to just try doing what's called progressive muscle relaxation. This is basically where you just you know, tense up your muscles for a few seconds and then you release the tension and you keep sort of doing that from head to toe for a few minutes at a time. And while you're doing that, you sit at your kitchen table and you have a special piece of fruit and you just eat the fruit at your kitchen table while you're doing this progressive muscle relaxation exercise or another stress reduction exercise and you do it a few times and eventually when you just eat the fruit by itself you should get some feelings of stress relief. O'Connor recommends eating exotic fruits such as pineapple or passion fruit when doing the exercises. Money News 25 and 55 and Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Fighting inflation may be easier said than done. The government says wholesale prices rose four-tenths of a percent last month. The bigger-than-expected gains suggest that the Fed still has its work cut out to bring prices back under control. The Fed admitted as much today in minutes from its September policy meeting. Officials committed to their plan to raise interest rates and keep them high to squeeze inflation out of the economy. The Fed minutes failed to inspire Wall Street. Stocks drifted to a lower close, unable to end their losing streak, which now stands at six. Dow Industrials lost 28. The S&P 500 dropped 12. The Nasdaq lost nine. It's not enough for TikTok's parent company to get you to dance and post videos. Now the Wall Street Journal says ByteDance is talking with record labels and expanding its music streaming service, though not yet in the U.S. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets mostly lower tonight, and the House January 6th committee tomorrow afternoon holds what could be its last public hearing into the Capitol attack. A preview on the way. Sell your home the stress-free way like I did with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson. And what's great about Jennifer Young, so many options, so many strategies, like her door-to-door -door move program. Jennifer can help you move on your timeline by enabling you to stay in your home after you've sold it until 